Hello. I am so happy to see you today, Kelsey. And uh, ever since we first talked on the phone, I just loved your like hunger for learning things and your curiosity and your passion for the healthcare field. So it's been so fun keeping in touch with you over these past six months. And I'm really happy that today I get the chance to hear more about your journey and how you ended up here at Holistic Health Educators. And now you get this chance to like kind of merge your medical background in nursing and clinical research and being so familiar with that field, you're now merging that with like the holistic field. And so you're in a really unique position where, uh, you know, you really do have that background knowledge of medical care. And now you're like being confronted with all these holistic things and seeing how can these fit together for people. And, um, and I'm just excited to hear more about your journey. So first of all, thank you for, thank you for coming on today. Of course, no problem. Yeah. So could you first just share with us your background before you started getting into more integrative healthcare? Um, so I actually have been a nurse now for going on to 13 years, uh, but I've been in the healthcare field for a total of 18. Um, I have done so many different things in nursing, literally worked every area in the hospital with exception of um, endoscopy. And um, I've done a lot of home health care. Um, I actually am an IG specialist. So I do a lot of immune globulin infusions. Um, and I also worked in clinical research. Like you said, multiple clinical research programs from 2015 to 2021. Wow, so. Oh, cool. So yeah, you definitely, that curious cat part of you definitely manifested itself in the job setting too. Right. I was actually studying for my nurse practitioner's degree. I only had 46 credits left, but I decided that I was going to withdraw from that program and study holistic health. So, Hey, so tell me about that. Like where did, what was your perception of holistic health before? And like, what made you, what gave you the push to want to look into it more? Um, honestly, I had always thought holistic health was kind of wonky, you know, like the weirdos on the other side, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, uh, there was such a stigma and such a division between like modern medicine and holistic medicine. And, um, I worked on COVID research and a lot of the stuff just didn't make sense. And then I personally became very ill and, um, I'd had a couple of incidences where I'd been seeing my primary care doctor and they weren't able to figure out what was going on. But then a family member of mine runs a holistic clinic and my grandma kind of pushed me to go in and talk with her and, oh my gosh, her scan was able to pinpoint exactly what I had going on. Mm -hmm. And within three months, like I was doing so much better. I'd been having like cardiac irregularities and my potassium levels were all over the place and hormones were crazy. Oh my gosh, my hormones were nuts. We ended up finding out my hormones is what was causing all my problems. And it just got me thinking, like, if I've seen like four specialists, I'd seen a gastroenterologist, I'd seen a surgeon, they were talking about removing my gallbladder and all kinds of stuff. And then I'd seen a gynecologist and I'd seen a neurologist and like none of them could figure out what was going on. So um, I, got, I got thinking, you know, like if her scans and these natural supplements that I was taking fixed it why didn't the other doctors know this? Like, why wasn't this figured out? And then after I got sick with COVID, I started having a lot more neurological related issues. And um, again, medical doctors couldn't figure out what was going on. I mean, heck, I'm still seeing doctors in Mayo and 
Nobody seems to have any clue. But then after speaking with a couple of naturopathic doctors, some holistic health practitioners, they've been able to pinpoint and talk about things that actually make sense. Mm -hmm. Instead, like in the medical field, there's so much of, oh, well, this is the research. This is the data, but you don't actually get to see it. Yeah. And they're just like, tell you, this is the way things are. And this is how it's supposed to be. And so many people, nurses in particular, even doctors, like they rely on the information that's given to them by other people. And they don't normally end up doing much research on their own and figuring it out. Yeah. And I'm that person who does the research and tries to figure things out. And there's so many times that things just didn't align and they didn't make sense. And, um, with the support of some extra family members and uh, my husband in particular, I was like, you know, I'm really thinking that this holistic stuff makes more sense. Mm -hmm. Like the data actually lined up the methodology behind it made sense. So I was like, I think I'm going to no longer be a nurse practitioner and I'm going to study holistics. Yeah. So that brought me to you guys. Oh, that's awesome. <sighs> that I've, I've heard that story a lot where that's usually like the, the door people walk through to get into holistic healthcare is when they're not finding answers they're satisfied with in, uh -huh. in conventional through conventional, you know, medicine and, and appointments and, diagnostic tools. And so that's cool. You have your personal story to draw from. What have you noticed? Okay. So tell us about your job transition. So you went from nursing and then taking a leap out of nursing into this new field probably felt a little scary. What was, what were your emotions or were you like, just so like ready for it? What were you, what, what was going on? So I felt like I was ready for it, but I'm also somebody who's very reserved. And I think about a lot of decisions that I make, even after I've made them, I'm like, was that a right decision? Was it not? Mm -hmm. So like, honestly, I approached it with some skepticism, mm -hmm. um, and some, um, combining of the knowledge that I already had and combining with the knowledge that I was new now receiving. And I was making sure that everything lined up. So to begin with, I was pretty, um, reserved, but yeah. then honestly, after just, going through my first, probably 10 lessons, I was like, no, this is right. This, this makes sense. And as far as transitioning out of nursing, I haven't completely transitioned out of nursing, but I'm still doing some nursing roles, but it's an administration of like vitamins and minerals through intravenous therapy. Yeah. And, um, so I've been doing that instead of actual IG, um, infusions and such. So I'm not totally out of nursing, but I probably am still going to keep up that certification because those credentials, you know, they're still nice to have, yep. um, but it allows me to do some more things too. And being able to treat other people and help other people with any issues that they're having. So, yeah. yeah. And I'm so, I'm so happy you mentioned that because the healthcare system that we are fighting for at holistic health educators is one where they're not separate fields. And you right. just, you just said like, oh, it's not that you actually had to completely leave nursing. Like you still use the skill sets and you still use, um, you know, some of the actual like clinical practices from nursing. And now you're doing it at an integrative clinic where people are administered, you know, IV therapy with that contain like those vitamins and minerals that their body's missing. Uh -huh. so you still get to do that component. And then also 
the holistic approach, looking at their emotional health, looking at their nutrition, looking yeah. at their lifestyle, you know, now you get to like step back and address them as a whole person. So I think this is like a really exciting, hopeful message is I've talked to so many nurses and they just feel like it's so black and white. And, and truth be told, there are not a lot of middle ground job positions with our current system. We're moving in that right. direction right now thank heaven. So I, I'm like, I think 10 years from now, there's going to be way more job positions for nurses where you truly do get to use both. Um, mm-hmm. we've had so many nurses come through our therapeutic nutritional counselor certification and they're confronted with that. Like, do I stay in the hospital where everything is Westernized medicine or do yeah. I like leave and practice therapeutic nutrition and emotional healing and all those things. And I'm just so excited for the day that we have more, more and more and more of these integrative clinics where there's Uh still that like clinical foundation, you know, access to some like medical tools when you need them, but then you also get to uh, do the holistic things with them, you know, with the nutrition and emotional. But I do want to point something out with that other stuff you were talking about just a minute ago. I did look into several different programs before I chose holistic health educators. Mm-hmm. And, um, in looking through those programs, I learned the difference between a holistic health practitioner and a naturopathic doctor. And those were the two degrees that it would be like my end goal. Those are the, one of the two things that I want to go for. And I decided that I think the HHP is more for me than the naturopathic doctor, because when I was doing these research with different school programs, so many of them in the naturopathic doctorate realm didn't really give much to the modern medicine that we see. They didn't really combine the best of both worlds. Mm -hmm. It was so much naturopathic. It was just like strictly naturopathic. They Mm -hmm. didn't really give much credit whatsoever to the other parts of the modern medicine that are there, but holistic health on the other hand combines both. So like you were saying, integrative, it's more integrative program. And that's more, I feel like to optimally help the patients and other individuals just to bring their health to the best point that it possibly could be does take a combination of the two. Yes. I'm so, So, yes. Yeah. I'm so so happy you reiterated that because that's like, like black and white thinking you're going to lose on either side. You know, Mm -hmm. I think it's all us or all them on either side you're standing on, you're going to be missing out on like what the other field has to offer. And so, yeah, if someone uses a pharma, pharmacological intervention to stabilize the patient or right. stabilize themselves while they learn these long-term holistic solutions. Awesome. You know, like if, exactly. if, there's, thing, if there's tools that are going to help them in their ultimate healing path, like let's use them. <laughs> so exactly. Yeah. I love that. I love that you said that. Um, as far as like the classes go, things that I kind of questioned, cause like I did do a lot of different, um, teaching about therapy, specifically diets, especially when people would come back from having had a surgery or they'd get a new diagnosis of say, um, gallbladder disease or diabetes. Um, we did recommend diet changes. So Mm -hmm. as I've been going through the therapeutic nutrition counseling program, it, it is very true at the very beginning where they talk about how it's not just diabetes. This right here is your recommendation. Mm -hmm. Everybody's different. The things that can cause spikes in different individuals are completely, they're they're not standardized. And, um, so many of the nutrition programs that, you know, through the last 13 years as an RN that I've been teaching people, um, they are standardized. Mm -hmm. Everything is you go to the 
this is diabetes and you pull out one pamphlet, that one pamphlet is for everybody. If it's type one or type two, of course they had differences, but, um, they really weren't that much different. <laughs> and, um, what you guys talked about too, is like figuring out the glycemic indexes and like, what's going to help which people. And they need to understand too, how carbohydrates change. And there's really not a huge focus on anything other than you count your carbs and you get so many carbs per meal. Yep. That's what they do in modern medicine. And it's like, um, well, in reality, those different carbs, you might be taking like your 14 carbs or something with this particular meal, but that means that your next one, you should really only have like six or seven or because of the way the food actually breaks down, maybe you could have 16, you know, and it's, it breaks it down differently in you guys' therapeutic nutrition program. So that was another one that I kind of had to like reprogram my thought process on because I'd always been taught this is a standard diet for this diagnosis. Yeah, totally. I feel like the way we've just like grouped entire food groups, like all together has really Uh like created some really um, limiting and like kind of damaging mentalities when it comes to nutrition is like thinking fats Mm -hmm. are all good or all bad or animal products are all good or all bad or carbohydrates are all good or all bad. Cause if so, yeah, if someone's having 50 grams of carbs, that's going to break down completely differently. If it's a bowl of white rice compared to a bowl of like wild grain, um, you know, black rice or quinoa or, or chopped vegetables, you know, this is like, it's just going to be totally different. So yeah. I love that. You pointed that out is like where you're sourcing your food matters just as much as what you're eating. So right. yeah, another thing, I'm one of those, I'm one of those people too, as I've learned like throughout my whole life, I, I basically put together things like a puzzle. So mm-hmm. you've got like this multi-piece puzzle basically. And I know this is going to be a kind of wonky analogy for some, but if things don't add up, it's like my puzzle's missing a piece. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the things that I learned throughout my career there's still been missing puzzle pieces in my big puzzle. Mm-hmm. And so many of the things I'm learning throughout you guys' program are filling in those blanks, yeah. filling in those blanks of, okay, so this is why we do that. Or this is why that makes sense. Or I'd get a feeling that something just, ah, that doesn't make sense. And then the more I'm learning through you guys, I'm like, okay, now I know why that doesn't make sense. I filled in that puzzle piece. Mm-hmm. So it, it really does help to have the medical background, but also to have a holistic, um, program that I'm in now, because it is filling in so many of the blanks and the things that I didn't really fully understand before. And I'm not somebody that just accepts something because somebody said it. I I like to just look into things a little more and make sure that everything adds up, especially if it's something that just seems odd. Mm -hmm. So yeah, let me know if you have an example off the top of your head. I want to share one that popped into mind while you said that, because I also had the chance to, I kind of did it in the reverse order of you. I grew up in the holistic healthcare field. And then I went to Johns Hopkins and took all these like medical physiology courses, which Uh do not teach like application. They just teach you this. They just teach you like the hard, cold facts and think I just kept thinking heavens that I had a holistic background. Mm -hmm. So I could draw, connect those dots. But I want to give one example is like in the holistic healthcare field, there's a huge emphasis placed on people's emotional states. Like, are you in fight or flight or are you in rest and digest? Do you have past trauma that's keeping you in fight or flight mode? Or are you able to regulate your nervous system and calm down? And what techniques can we use for that? And a lot of that was considered really hokey pokey for a while. Like, oh, those, you know, meditation, breathing exercises. Oh, um, you. Sorry, Emotion. my mom just walked in. <laughs> oh, 
you're good. You're good. But like a lot of those emotional release techniques and frequencies, it was like, okay, that's nice. That's nice. We care about the chemical, the chemistry in the body, but that's nice. You care about emotions, you know, like there was kind of that disconnect between how, how emotions scientifically affect your body. But then I'm, so now I'm taking these medical courses and I learn about neurotransmitters and how, if you have a you know, norepinephrine, which is adrenaline, if you have that stress hormone in your body, it literally shuts off your digestive tract. Whereas opposed, if you have acetylcholine, which is the rest and digest neurotransmitter, it opens up your digestive tract. You get blood flow, you get nutrient absorption, you get breakdown of your food. So people who are chronically stuck in fight or flight mode, Mm -hmm. who constantly have, you know, that norepinephrine in their body, instead of, you know, the acetylcholine, of course that's going to affect their digestion. And of course that's going to affect their nervous system. And of course that's going to affect all these other systems of their body. It's going to affect everything. It's going to affect everything, you know? And so that's what's like, that's where the getting connected. I can totally relate to you on how fun it is to connect the dots because you're like, oh, we are literally scientifically validating natural um, medicine on like a day-by-day basis. So, right. Yeah. Um, as you were talking there, one of the particular things that for me, um, I need, like I said, I've been working with IG, a lot of individuals with autoimmune disorders since 2016. And, um, there were a lot of things about that that didn't make sense to me, but the more I've learned with holistic health, the more it's made sense. Mm -hmm. Um, from what I'd been taught about before an autoimmune disorder, like it was just like, you know, one day, an hour worth of your lesson, you learn about autoimmune disorders in school, you know, like that's it very Mm -hmm. short, very sweet. That's it. And even in the training that I would get through work, it would be like, okay, this is your autoimmune disorder. It affects these areas. This is the medicine you use to treat it. Mm -hmm. And a lot of it didn't make sense because I'm like, how does somebody develop an autoimmune disorder? And when I would ask those questions, a lot of the time, nobody was able to actually answer me. They'd just be like, oh, well, it's a thing that just happens with your body. You know, it just, it just happens sometimes. Mm -hmm. But then um, as I've gone through you guys' program and I've learned about how antibodies actually work on more of like the cellular level, how these antibodies are created. And it's basically your body just has like this hyper immune response to something. And it could be any type of stress, or it could literally be stress, like mental and emotional stress alone can be enough to do it. And then you've got like, um, ones that will affect like your brain, you've got others that will affect your muscle movements and such. And a lot of it can also be tied back to bad diets, the things that you're not eating appropriately. So your body and your cells can't do things like they should be able to do them. Like Karen talks about, she had seizures, she fixed it. Mm -hmm. And, um, I've actually been diagnosed with an autoimmune disorder because of having had COVID and it's affected my brain actually. And, um, the doctors up at Mayo, they're like, Oh, you had encephalitis. You just have scarred areas on your brain. They're never going to get better whatever. But I talked to Dr. Essence. And he was explaining to me how I could basically be able to not exactly reset, but how that you could reprogram your body to not have such a heightened immune response to things. Mm -hmm. So for me, one of those aha moments was understanding more about how autoimmunity actually happens. Yeah. And that's not something that they teach you unless maybe you were going to specialize in that. I don't know. I haven't specialized in that in the medical field, but Anyway, that was one of them where I was connecting dots. And I was like, I wish this, I had so many blanks in my puzzle 
for autoimmunity, mm-hmm. even yeah. though I've been working in it for several years that yeah. I just really wasn't getting answers to, but I've been able to fill in those spots. Mm-hmm. That's one thing that really stuck out to me from watching Dr. Essen's portions in the courses on autoimmunity was just realizing how many factors actually affect whether or not someone's having a flare up and his like uh-huh. ultimate goal. He's like, I want to help people get into remission. He's like, of course you can't reverse autoimmune forever. He's like, but there's so many things related to your emotions, your diet, your supplement protocol, all these things that can like completely change how you feel on a day-to-day basis. So it is very uh-huh. empowering. Um, okay. I just have a co- one or two last questions. This has been amazing okay. so far. So thank you so much for joining us today. How, if, how would you say you're like pursuing education and certifications, you know, the holistic health coach certification, therapeutic nutritional counselor certification, how would you say that's affected your career or working with clients? I feel like it's broadened my knowledge to the point where, um, I can best help my clients. Um, I think being able to have the certifications once I, you know, get completed through the program will make a big difference on, um, people being able to take me seriously, basically. So you can have all the knowledge, but if you don't complete the training, um, people aren't going to see those initials after your name and they're not going to take you as serious, you know? Mm -hmm. And I feel like it gives you more credibility and, um, having that knowledge, I think also is going to help you to be better suited to take care of your clients and be able to put things together in a different way. So we'll take you seriously and be able to, um, be able to connect the dots so that when you have patients that come in with wonky things that don't make sense, that you can actually put it together. Yes. Oh, I like, just love that you said that. Cause <laughs> connecting that like people really do. Sometimes they feel like a puzzle, you know, they feel like a puzzle that no one can hack. And so when you can come in and be like, okay, I know there's all these different components to someone's health and just figure uh-huh. out so often the system of the body that a disease in, is manifesting in, it's actually rooted in a different system of the body. And so exactly. Yeah. And that's, what's been so cool about for me studying integrative health is like, okay, someone's coming in with a digestive disorder. Does this actually start in their nervous system or someone's coming in with a respiratory condition? Does this actually start in their heart? You know, like there's just so many times we're like taking a step back and looking at the, I mean, let's not even get started about the lymphatic system, but um, there's so many times stepping back, like you really do feel like a more qualified puzzle master. So Wow. I honestly feel like the, the area where to me that has stood out the most is being in modern medicine, you have a neurologist, you have an endocrinologist and holistic health. Those two systems are so intertwined. You find out those two things are so intertwined. They are almost simultaneous yes. with the way that they work, but yes. yet we have a neurologist and we have an endocrinologist and they don't always work well together. They don't always communicate like they should. Well, that's exactly what's going on in your system. Mm-hmm. You know, like your, neuro- your neurological system and your endocrinology system are not working correctly. So maybe if we could combine holistic health with, uh, the modern medicine, we could put those two things together. So I think that particular area, when you talk about, um, areas that affect each other so much and are so intertwined, that's been one that I found was also very interesting because I thought, you know, Hey, those are the same, uh, neurotransmitters that they're talking about that affect endocrine and neurology. Uh, so why don't we talk about that? at work. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. That's such a good example. Such a good example. Um, last question I have for you is like, what, where where do you see yourself in like five years? Like, what is your, what is your total vision? Like if you could just, if a genie could grant you like any precise career route, any precise setting, what would it be? 
Um, in five years, I would hope to be a holistic health practitioner, um, have that degree under my belt. Um, I would like to work in conjunction with other clinics as well, but be able to have my own, um, my own clinic. I'm kind of at this point deciding if I want to specialize more in hormones or immunology. Um, in my most recent research, I've had a hard time finding people that specialize in hormones. Mm -hmm. And, um, I know of at least three clients that I've seen recently that have all been having hormone related issues and I've still been helping them, although I'm not fully certified, but I kind of am thinking that, um, in correlation with some of the clinics that are here in my local area, that a complimentary service to them would be hormones. Um, so I'm thinking like do some total health type stuff, but specialize in hormones. And I would really, really like, if there was something that I could just be extremely passionate about, would be educating kids. I so badly want to like, I don't know, set up a program with our local high schools and be like, Hey, can I come in and teach kids about the power of energy and maybe do like a one week class on that. And then like a couple of weeks later, come in and teach a whole a whole lesson on cells and cell structure and how your cells work and what they need to work. Because I was a massive nerd in school and I learned so much stuff about cells. And one of the biggest things that I loved was uh, genograms. I made so many genograms, uh, DNA structures. I would literally break them down and make models. I was kind of a nerd kid. And so like, that would be something that I would have loved when I was in school would have been able to learn more about not just how many ions and electrons and whatever are within the cell, it would be, what's the key that unlocks that cell? Mm. How does that cell actually work? Mm. Yes. I can figure out what its structure is because you tell me we have one of this and two of that, you know, but they don't tell you, well, in order for that cell to work, you have to have this. And I would love to do like another week long lesson of something like that, teaching kids about cellular structure and then be able to say, Hey, if you guys want to learn more, I'm going to offer these classes here yeah. and you can learn these things here. So mm -hmm. I don't know. I think it would be really, really cool. I love education, but I also really love helping people. So I need to figure out a way to balance the two because I feel like educating people, I mean, knowledge is power. Knowledge really is power. So educating them, they're probably going to figure out what they need to do but a lot of people need their hand held. So I'd like to be able to educate them and hold their hand while they're going. Yes. The yes. So. I, love I love that. And the passion you have for doing both, like educating people and working with people one-on-one -on -one mm -hmm. truly in the hearts of the majority of students who come into our school. And I have to tell you, this is why we named our school holistic health educators instead of holistic health education, because our goal is to create this task force of educators worldwide that can do both that can go out and educate their communities and have that background to be able to work with people one-on-one -on -one. so they can, yeah. they can have the courses and they can have the one-on-one -on -one interaction. So that I just love that that's in your heart and we need to get you in some of our homeschool classes. So I'll be contacting you afterwards. All um, right, let's do it. Get that set up. But thank you so much, Kelsey, for coming on today. It was great hearing your story. I love the vision you have for integrative healthcare. I love that you're still using the best of everything you learned with mm -hmm. your medical background. And now you're just continually educating yourself and continually connecting those dots. It's amazing. So I know your story is going to inspire people who are in your same position. So thank Very you so good. much for coming on, Kelsey. No problem. Thank you. Okay. You have a good one. All right. You too.